0: Hello, this is an m Heart podcast and the subject we are looking at today is addictions. I'm Sarah Taylor, m Heart's counselling team manager and supervisor and sat next to me here is Andrew Harvey. Hello Andrew. Hello, how are I asked Andrew to be here with me today because he works in the field of addictions and I thought it'd be good to hear what he has to say on the subject But let's just acknowledge it is a vast subject, so this podcast is probably just going to be a light touch, and hopefully we'll do further, more specialist podcasts in the future. So, Andrew, what got you into the field of working with addictions?
1: Okay, so as a a therapist and a counsellor, I was always drawn um, to the addiction field, from some personal experience I've had around addiction, um, and it was partly I think I never when I trained I never set out to say right I'm going to really have a specialist interest in that, but um, work took me in that direction really. Mm-hmm. So my my first uh, job, if you like, out of college out of uni was um, working for Priory Group who have the rehabs. Right. So so that was really. Uh, sort of shaped me working alongside a few really good addictions therapists really so that's that's it was partly the job I landed Mm -hmm. um, and it's partly some personal experience around addictions and interest around the subject Um, yeah that's that's kind of what took me in that direction
0: and there are many different types of addictions there's quite a list these days so we've got drugs alcohol sex food internet slash social media that that's new on the scene Shopping, gambling. Yeah, sure. is there any
1: that I've missed? I would put work in there. Work, so work yeah, can be an addiction. I, I think we've kind of got two different groups of addiction. We've got what we would call process addictions, mm-hmm. so that's things we kind of do. Right, so shopping, gambling would come in there. Internet, social media, and then we have substance misuse or so substance mm-hmm. addiction. So we've got drugs, alcohol, sex, and food. Um, yeah, so I, I guess any any. For me, addiction, there's is, is several uh, different um, definitions. But for me, yes. a yeah, simple definition yeah, would be please. something that one carries on doing despite harms to self or others and has trouble controlling that. Okay. So it's fairly simple, really. Yeah. If you keep doing something that's doing harm to yourself or others, you have an intention to stop, but you're struggling to stop. So there we see a level of dependency or addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so shopping could fall into that, isn't it? Shopping is yes. what we do every week. Great, right? it's very useful, it's very helpful. But if you're spending money you haven't got, mm-hmm. and you think, right, next week I'm definitely not doing that. Next month I'm not going to go overdrawn, and you go overdrawn. Yeah, you have to ask yourself what, mm-hmm. what's going on there.
0: Because what is the function of addictions? Why do people get addicted to things?
1: Yeah, okay. So emotions, feelings. Really. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's it's often an emotion or feeling mm-hmm. management like a type. regulator absolutely emotional yeah.
0: regulator perfect yeah
1: yeah one yeah one that tends to be effective to start with so a glass of wine is quite effective to, to, to help me sleep or whatever it is yeah
0: to numb something
1: sure um Addictions often have a feature of a thing called tolerance, uh, and that is we need more of the same to do the same regulation. Yeah. Like, so here we have a problem straight away, don't mm-hmm. we? So, so, um, and the, the the addiction itself can be reinforcing too. And so, uh, just so when we get right down the the end, uh, the extreme end of addiction, just to feel normal, we yeah. need that that we used to to help us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's also on a continuum. I think it's quite important to say as well is you know uh going a little bit into one's overdraft could be problematic mm-hmm. perhaps you know it's not as problematic as a full-blown drug addiction where no you the function so i think it's important to think that they're on a continuum
0: yeah it. and it's it's quite possible to have um, multiple addictions
1: hmm. absolutely yeah uh, cross addiction is yeah is, yeah it, it, there it, that it is um and that's a really important point, so that people might get into recovery with alcohol addiction yeah. or dependency um, and find themselves overworking or spending too long on the internet or mm-hmm. yeah, using sex or pornography or gambling or any of these mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Or, uh, uh, and, and not uncommon, is people may have more than one uh, dependency or addiction uh, at a time. Yeah. yeah,
0: and things so things can really get out of hand if we're not careful, because mm. I suppose once we know the the effects of having an addiction, mm. it's easy to gravitate towards other addictive activities.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think when when the addiction becomes the regulation tool, yes. And and it's very effective, you know. All yeah. of these things that we just mentioned are very effective at regulating one's emotions. We mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. tell people to go for a walk or take a nice warm bath or meet some friends or go to the gym. Those things will all regulate our mood. But I have to say, not as effectively, maybe, as some of these addictions.
0: And yet they're unhealthy. Absolutely,
1: and there's the problem.
0: Yeah, because yeah. they're doing damage to our minds, our bodies, sure. our relationship, Absolutely. our performances at work and... Other performances, such as being in relationship, or being able to do exercise, Mm. because in the end, it's going to have a massive effect.
1: Sure, and there's the harms piece, Mm. doing despite harms to self or others, and it becomes the tool, it becomes the only Mm -hmm. tool, so there we have a problem in itself, so when the person puts that down, we have to... Find new ways of, of, of regulating. Yes, like, yeah, yeah.
0: And there's some literature uh, about how addictions um, ch- can change the brain or the effect it has on the brain. What do you know about
1: that? So, so there's a lot of research at the moment about the neurology of, mm. of addiction and how it can change pathways. Um, a lot around the internet um, and pornography addiction. Yeah. There's a lot of research around, around that and, mm-hmm. and, and how that changes. Yeah, and, and and what some of the early stuff and some of the evidence that's coming out now suggests that the changes with drug and alcohol are very similar, if not the same, as internet. Right. So this is really interesting, isn't it, that we're not actually putting anything into mm-hmm. our bodies, substance-wise, yeah. but we're seeing changes in the brain. Mm. Yeah. And the good news about that is... We can change our brain with an addiction. You yeah. can change our brain with a recovery. Mm-hmm. So neuroplasticity
0: exactly.
1: says that we can make these changes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Because the brain is very plastic. Yeah. Things can change in, in the brain. It's mm. not a done deal. So it doesn't matter what age you are, mm. you can build, create a new pathway in the brain that is a good habit.
1: That's it, yeah. Absolutely. One of the interesting things about an addiction, however, particularly with drugs and alcohol, uh, we see the 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 thinking is that once one has crossed over into a full blown addiction mm-hmm. um, and gets into recovery, the changes in the brain or the changes in the body or the changes in the psychology are such that you can then not have a recreational relationship yes. with that. So, so 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 although we have neuroplasticity and it's hopeful. Mm. What it might say is, is we, are make, we are able to make changes such that someone can respond differently to the cravings and not do the addiction, mm. but they might never be able to do a recreational yeah. relationship. It's with,
0: a bit like drink and... Yeah, yeah, drugs. Yeah.
1: Yes. Food, for instance, is another one that we have to work with. We can't get people to abstain from food. No, because we need it. Mm. So it's about developing healthy relationships with, with food, shopping, for instance, things... Yeah, sex and love, for mm-hmm. instance. So, yeah, we didn't put love in there, did No, so we didn't. There's another uh, addiction. Um, yeah, so it's about s- sort of defining what healthy would look like with those and, and working on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So
0: can anyone form an addiction? Or are there certain traits about someone or certain... People with certain histories that are more prone to have addictive personalities.
1: Mm. Yeah, okay, so so this is interesting. So every so often a TED talk will come along or somebody will write a book and they'll say, right, addiction is always trauma. Mm. You know, Or, yes. or, or always yep. this or always that. Yep. I'm very wary of the always statements, personally. Mm, me too. My clinical experience, and it is only my experience yeah. and some personal experience, suggests that people come to addiction from different roads. And I think we need to keep our, our minds open to that. Yeah. I have to say, though, trauma is often... Mm. yeah, It's not a stranger to the addiction world at all. It's, no. You know, and if we think about people who, who are living with traumas, either consciously or unconsciously, um, and we talked about the regulating process and how trauma dysregulates. Yes. So here we have an answer that then becomes the problem. hmm Yeah. I always say it's the medicine that becomes the poison. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a nice it's thing. It's the
1: medicine that becomes the poison. It's, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and so, yes. So can anybody become addicted? Depends who you're asking, you know. And, mm-hmm. and again, you know, some of the authors of these books would go, well, there's going to be trauma. Yeah. We do know that trauma features very highly in the histories of people with addiction.
0: Because trauma is very hard to cope with on a yeah. day-to-day basis. Sure. And to reach for an easy fix, dare I say that? Yeah. Um, oh. is, uh, easy, quick fix yeah, sure. feels like the answer, and the only answer sometimes. Yeah,
1: and I think that's absolutely right. I've never sat with anybody who set out to be an addict. No. I've sat with people who were troubled, hurt, and in pain yeah. that were seeking to function. Yes. And their function became their dysfunction. Yes. Yeah. Or they've just, just, they've used alcohol or drugs or any of these things recreationally to generate some pleasure or a joy yeah. in their lives. Yeah. I've never sat with anybody whose intention it was to become that
0: of desire was. to feel better because exactly. they're not feeling mm. well. Mm. They're actually, actually in a lot of distress mm. and they don't know what the answer is to get themselves out of distress. Mm. Or they may not have the support network around them at that point in time. Yeah. Sure. to utilise because we all need an emotional support team to get us through life because life is difficult
1: mm. and what early relationships did people have yes so if they have uh, good <clears throat> excuse me healthy relationships then a uh, person's distressed they go to others to help mm-hmm. they've had negative experiences of that they go to one of our addictions to help. Yes, because that would be their de- their friend. Yeah, so we often see sort of early uh, attachments, early relationships feature quite heavily. Yeah. Trauma features quite heavily. Um, there is some talk, particularly around pornography, internet, uh, that sort of those addictions now uh, sort of opportunity induced addictions. Um, mm. So that is that 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 someone almost can addict themselves into it, so they can use it so much that they form an addiction um so it just becomes the thing that they do and they become addicted to it okay. and i might see that with some drugs
0: yeah
1: that's i'm i'm very pluralistic in my thinking so i think many things have helpful answers for people
0: pluralistic what do you mean by
1: that so so i think that the the the, the, the there are many different answers to the same question yes and yeah. some of those answers might even conflict with each other yeah yeah so so i'm i'm very wary of saying trauma is it one of the reasons I'm wary saying that is because I think that can create a stigma and a shame for someone who's sat in front of me as a client and says, you know, I haven't got any of that trauma stuff. I saw on the internet. I haven't got any of that. Is, am I just weak? Am I just, yeah. Yeah, I think we need to be very wary of saying, oh, it's always trauma.
0: Because it may well be a cultural thing, a work culture. Sure. In some, yeah. in some professions, yeah. drinking and taking Absolutely. drugs. There we go. In the music um,
1: industry, a lot. In my, my own industry, in the entertainment yes. industry. Not a drug use. A lot of yeah opportunity so mm-hmm. so opportunity internet opportunity you know so we didn't you know we didn't have pornography addiction before high-speed internet Not, no nowhere near like it is now
0: and the scary thought is if we can just stay on that point is young children are yeah. given phones access yeah. to phones sure. and we know that there is pornography mm. on the internet sure so young minds are being exposed to very adult themes
1: sure. Highly addictive content at the time that their brains are being wired. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Plus they're going through that angst of adolescence.
0: Yeah, who am I? I want to fit in. I Mm. want to be in in the popular group. Mm. Where's my sense of belonging? Mm. And they're very susceptible to peer pressure. If one person's doing it, another person will. They'll follow like sheep.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: um and we haven't seen the full extent of this yet because we're only just coming through a generation that has been exposed to that kind of technology all of their lives
1: yeah
0: Yeah. we're starting to sit in the therapy room because we were talking about this a little bit just before we started this recording sure absolutely um and um it can be quite shocking
1: Mm. yeah highly addictive Because it's quite normalised, people don't really yeah. realise they're addicted to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So this is the other thing: is a few, so some addictions can be quite um, stealth in their nature. So they can be quite uh, they don't. There's a lack of awareness, even for the person who has the addiction. You know, so um, internet, social media, work, for instance, we celebrate that. Ah, oh, it's it workaholic. See what he's done! Oh, yeah. Amazing! What
0: a performer! How yeah. successful! Yeah, sure.
1: <clears throat> the one I hear a lot is uh, functioning alcoholic. Okay. <clears throat> to which I reply with, "How well are you functioning? If we were to yeah. ask your family, how well are you functioning?" Yes. Because <clears throat> um, yeah, so functioning addict, so functioning alcoholic. Well, I get to work every day. Mm-hmm. You know, or, um, yeah. So so that's that's an interesting one because. um, One one of the things that we see with addiction is one of the features, again, one of the diagnostic criteria, if you Mm -hmm. like, is uh, a lack of awareness around it, a process of denial. Yeah. Yeah. So the brain's pushing you towards the dopamine or whatever it is that it's pushing you towards, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever's in that for you. Um, It's not really bringing the part of your brain online that would consider the consequences of that at that moment.
0: And it can tap into more negative traits in a person, such as, being deceptive, yeah. lying, manipulation, yeah, sure. the ducking mm-hmm. and diving, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the hiding—it
1: yeah. is a great act of deception. If you think about uh, addiction, it's really in there, uh, right down to the deception of self. Mm-hmm. So, 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 quite often people were going to definitely not do that this weekend, and they meant it, and they really meant yes, of
0: course they did.
1: And it's addiction is a strange thing because people have a negotiation with themselves,
0: yeah,
1: and they often lose. So if you think about that as a concept, mm. they negotiate with themselves and they often lose to the yeah. addiction. I mean, it's, it's quite a sad thing that, mm-hmm. you know, so so they're not going to go on the internet today or they're, they're not going to place a bet or they're not going to drink anymore. And mm-hmm. then by Monday, uh, sorry, by Friday, they're going to drink in this way instead. Or yeah. It's this constant negotiation.
0: Well, it so sounds like hard work. I
1: think it is. I think
0: a really difficult, unhealthy relationship with themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. and quite a, a really negative one
1: yeah because then they've, they've, they've acted out in whatever way it is plus then there's the shame to myself like, I can't yeah. control myself what,
0: I'm rubbish things. I'm stupid sure. I'm an idiot yeah sure all, yeah, that, all of those things yeah the inner critic yeah. becomes
1: a monster and then and, and then and then and then the people around them. you know that the addiction is impacting on mm-hmm. awful 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 for people around the person mm-hmm. struggling with an addiction and So they're becoming critical. They're becoming angry. They're changing their behaviors to either accommodate or not. So, yeah, it's very, yeah, it's pervasive Mm for it.
0: Because there is that ripple effect. It affects other people's lives. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And certainly affects the quality of people's lives.
1: Yeah, broken promises.
0: Yeah, impairs relationships.
1: It does destroy, can destroy relationships. There is a lot of dishonesty in it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, which yeah. is
0: really sad.
1: Yeah, it's one of the features really that, that one looks for is that denial um, towards each other's because denial and dishonesty is sort of in the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but also self. Some of the work that I do when I first start working with people, yes. is we really dig into what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm. And but what what are the common themes?
1: we we'd be looking for that negotiation with self. We'd yeah. be looking for. People who have made um, an attempt to make a change and failed repeatedly. Right. Um, we'd be looking for uh, harm to self and others. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's not always obvious. We have to really dig into that. Sometimes it's really obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'd be looking, looking for those things really. Um, Carrying on doing something despite that kind of negative consequences with the intention of stopping, you know, or changing often this is the other thing with addiction is is people often arrive not always but quite often arrive if they've not uh, if it's fairly early in the process of wanting to be able to drink normally or wanting to be able to do a little bit of this okay yeah so they're not ready to give it up completely yeah Mm. Uh, 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 and, and, and then we start to look of you know and, and and I'm all for that you know if people can have a recreational relationship with mm. whatever it is they need to do I I'm not here to say yay yeah or mm. nay as long as it's not harming others and it you know it, it's mm. legal then you know it, 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 why not you know but we have to work out whether they can and that can be a bit of experiential work yeah. really can can you do that mm-hmm. often I'm, people have tried so much already that the answers on the table but they don't want to see that answer oh, immediately okay. yeah yeah um, some people have come to, to, to see addictions therapists or other therapists. They're not addicted. They've just got some stuff that's going on at the moment. That, yeah, so mm-hmm. it's, we need to work that out too. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. 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 what I'm hearing is their the sense of identity has perhaps been questioned. Mm. You know, perhaps some holes have been knocked in their identity. And their resourcing, their emotional resource pool mm. has run dry. And they yeah. don't know what else to do.
1: Yeah, like yeah, that's, that's an interesting... Yes, yes. Well, it becomes the tool. It becomes the yes. resource. Because resources fall away the further they go into addiction mm-hmm. too. So friends fall away. The things they used to do fall away. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: They sort of repel all the good things that's in their funny. life. Mm. And really, what they need is is the good things, the nurture, the nourishment. Yeah, connection. Yeah. Those things. And even though it feels like they're getting the nurture and nourishment and connection from the addictive activities, Mm. it really isn't the case.
1: No, it's the medicine. That's the point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And those resources fall away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I say to people and I'm sure this is not mine, I'm sure i picked this up, but I think, well, I know I've picked this up for something. the lift of addiction gets off at any floor. Yes. You can get off at any floor.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Make sure you get off while it's still worth getting off. Right.
0: You know, how do you know?
1: This is, this is part of the work in therapy, really, as we start exploring of how right. far are you down on this lift?
0: I like that metaphor. Yeah, it
1: gets off at any floor. And the interesting thing is there's another lift going back up. Right. A lot of work involved, and you sometimes need people to show you where the lift mm-hmm. is. And yeah, yeah. And there's also, I think, in terms of the recovery lift, there's many, there's many different ways of doing that. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's lots of. Um, different ways of doing recovery i don't I don't assign to one particular no way. no
0: because one size doesn't fit all in therapy I, no. I know that from the therapeutic work I do because mm. um, we're all unique mm. and we'll all respond differently to sure. different interventions or, Absolutely. or different approaches different coping mechanisms Absolutely. and you know a good therapist like our two selves
1: ah. will have uh, <laughs> sure, I'll take it
0: many suitcases full. Of therapeutic interventions that we can suggest, because it's not our job to tell people what to do unless they they can't mm. look after themselves.
1: I guess if we have some knowledge, we can make some suggestions yes. that might be helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yes, I, I think there is more than than one road to recovery, and it's about um, working with clients or whoever it is that's struggling to. Um, to find that road with them, and, and sometimes that's trial or error, and you know, sometimes relapse is part of the process, which is yeah. a fairly unpopular thing to say. And
0: and, and yeah. relapse whilst you're in therapy, mm. it feels to me, it sometimes feels like a bit of a test of the therapeutic relationship. Can be. Will you still be there sure. if, if I make a mess of this? Yeah,
1: sure, sometimes. And um, to me, I,
0: I see that as a bit of a a golden opportunity. Okay, we've got something live. It's happening now. Mm. Right. Let's put the spotlight on it. Let's pause. Let's let's pull it to pieces. Let's see what we've got.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. I yeah. I I think relapse can be gold as you say. It, it can be an opportunity to explore what we're not doing and do things mm. differently. What what needs to change? Mm. Uh, what was going on there? What what do we need to resource? What what do we bring in? Um, yeah. In, yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important, um, and hopefully the therapeutic relationship is such that the client feels really able to come back mm-hmm. and, and really know and that be there's honest. no judgement in that, yeah. 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 and themselves, to treat themselves with the same compassion, of, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, so what went on there, how, yeah. how did that, happen? what am I not doing, what do I need to do, yeah. Yeah. yeah, relapse can be, but it can be hard for people around the person who's struggling with the addiction Yes. Um, when relapse occurs you know, because it's, but I thought mm. like you were getting help, you know, what are you doing? Mm. And you're, yeah. That therapist
0: is no good. That's exactly it, yeah. Yes, that can Or that group's happen. no good,
1: or that, or that where you're going's no good. Yes. Like, yeah, you need to do things differently, but yeah, maybe a little tweak rather than a, a run. Yeah.
0: I'm not suggesting that, you know, manufacture a relapse during therapy. I'm not around?
1: saying that at all. No, I'm not but
0: that. it's quite normal for a blip to occur.
1: Yes, and I, th- I think I wanted to, to mention that. And I think, I think it's important. There's a, there's a thing called the abs- abstinence violation effect. Oh, okay. So That's what the abstinence violation right. effect means, I've messed up, so I'll mess up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I've drank, so I'll drink. Mm-hmm. Or uh, I, I've gambled, so I'll gamble. You yeah. Know, it's almost like, well... I'm not in recovery. It's very black and white. Isn't it? I'm not in recovery anymore, so I might as well just mm-hmm. go for it. I'll just hit the button and off we go. And, yeah. and, I, and I think that can be driven by a number of processes, behavioural, but also the psychology of, oh, I've failed.
0: Oh, yeah. I've failed.
1: Yeah. I can't do this.
0: So I'll make it a good
1: fail. Well, I know what makes me feel better. Yeah. It's this stuff over here and there we are back in the addiction so uh, although it's difficult I, I bring up relapse before we even start really some people oh
0: do you yeah I
1: do I, I sort of make it explicit that, that that can be it's not something we want
0: no 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 but no. if it
1: happens it's really important that we learn from it yeah. and we and we move forward we don't use it as a reason to disengage no
0: and we we don't use it as a way to break the therapeutic relationship or to beat the client up yeah oh no no absolutely no. not it's a
1: chance to ask what, what what can we do differently?
0: Yeah, what happened there? Yeah,
1: yeah. more resources, or different resources, or, mm-hmm. you know, is this working? You know, is this working? Yeah. as a therapist, I need to look at what's going on here, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Because uh, one-to-one therapy is one way, a very sure. good way. For uh, men, for some. Yes, yeah, yeah. for some. Yeah. Um, You've mentioned groups.
1: Yeah, so peer support's very, very big. Um, I think in the nice clinical guidelines they put peer support, possibly because it's free. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Yeah. But but possibly because it's so well resourced, so we think mm-hmm. of the twelve step fellowships mm-hmm. that are out there. Um, one that they do do amazing work. You know, little halls all over the world, and it is all over the world. Yes. Uh, people sit for free, and mm-hmm. they you know they don't receive any money, and they
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they they help each other through recovery, and, and I think that's a real act of compassion.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: It's not right for everyone.
0: No, no.
1: But it's right for many. Yeah. And there's alternatives. There's SMART Recovery, which is a similar type of setup, but but different to the 12 Steps. Um, That uh, seems to be more up and coming. And again, that's, Mm -hmm. uh, I think, a similar model. Uh, Then there's uh, drug and alcohol agencies that offer group interventions. Uh, There's self-help stuff on the internet. There's a lot of good Mm self-help stuff out there now. Uh, We do know that some people who uh, have addiction Getting to recover themselves, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's not widely documented, but it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's about whatever works. Body interventions, I believe, are wonderful for addictions. So yoga, oh, those, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, what yeah. a wonderful way to learn to regulate one's body. Absolutely, yeah, wonderful stuff. I'm
0: a great fan of yoga. Ah,
1: okay. Well, I'm reading more and more of, of rehab facilities that are bringing in these body interventions. Yeah. I have clients who go, well, yeah, I'll go and give it a go and come back to me. and Go, you know what? It was wonderful, and it's give me a way to be alongside my cravings so I don't have to respond mindfulness based interventions yeah wonderful because um,
0: they change the brain they help with yeah um, changing pathways creating new healthy pathways you know meditation every day yeah can so, work wonders on the brain
1: yeah and if we think about that as a tool for so if we think about relapse involves a craving so a yeah. desire to go towards mm-hmm. so perhaps we should call it the addictive desire to go towards uh, mindfulness, for many, can give them a chance to relate to that craving in a different way. Mm-hmm. So that they're not pulled along with it. They're not hooked in and jerked around by it. They can stand back from it yeah. and choose mindfully mm-hmm. and compassionately a choice that's more congruent with their goals that day. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, that sounds really simple, doesn't it? And it's not. But I've, I've seen that really beneficial for a lot of clients. Yeah. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know yoga and mindfulness, doing conscious deep breathing every day are things that I do as part of my self-care. Yes. So yes. having a good self-care um, package and an emotional first aid care yeah. are two things that I advocate strongly with clients. you know knowing what soothes you, that self-soothing yeah. mechanism that we, we started to learn about as a child. Hopefully. Yes, hopefully, Mm. if we had good primary caregivers. But we know not everybody did. No,
1: and they might not have had good primary caregivers, so they may not have the tools to teach.
0: Exactly. And sometimes we need to zoom out and look at the bigger picture. To understand what's going off and why you've become the person you've become presently, Um, because having a self-soothing, good self-soothing internal mechanism helps with the emotional regulation. Mm. And if we can learn how to regulate our emotions healthily, we've got it cracked, really. That's the way I see it.
1: Well, I think what you're talking about there is helping people have healthy medicine.
0: Yes. Yeah. So we
1: don't have to take this other medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. which actually is another addiction. I just thought of prescription drugs. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Prescription yes. drugs. Yes. Prescription drugs, particularly pain medication. Mm-hmm. Things like that. But yeah. But yes, I think what you're talking about there is recovery. So what is in my toolkit, which is mm-hmm. the many roads. So for some people going to a couple of meetings each week, mm-hmm. building a network of sober. Friends, someone they can call when they're struggling. Mm-hmm. Some people embrace the twelve step program, a program for living. Uh, yeah. some people might understand that as, and and that gives them a whole set of tools. You know, some of those steps involve uh, prayer and meditation for some. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to whatever they understand that to be, their higher power, yeah. etc. All of those are great resources. One could understand it as a as a as a set of principles for living. Well, what's that? If it's not a set of tools. Mm-hmm. Smart recovery. Uh, brings quite a lot of uh, rational emotive behavioural therapy, so sort of CBD-type based interventions within a self-help setting. So people take away those tools and start bringing those into their lives. Um, Yeah, and and, and I think what we're talking about, what you said, self-regulation, self-care, or we could say healthy medicine.
0: Yeah, and anyone at any age, for any background can learn those those skills, those emotional skills, at any point in their
1: lives. Yeah, I, I believe so. I don't think that's really important. I got asked a question a while ago, which I, th- I thought was a nice question. And it was something on the lines of, what's the magic ingredient for recovery or something like okay. that? And I don't know that there is one. But if there were one, <clears throat> if there was a top five, hope, I think definitely yeah. in there. belief. The, the, I think addiction does something to, to a lot of people uh, and robs them of their belief and hope that they can recover mm-hmm. and if we think about that at that point we're really in trouble mm-hmm. when someone no longer believes that they can recover that can sometimes be as a result of going through several experiences of trying and failing mm-hmm. that's sometimes around so one of the things I hear quite often is Oh, people are not ready they've got to be ready well one of the things I'd say about services and therapists and rehabs and we need to make sure that we're ready Mm -hmm. it's easy to say to client we're ready we need to make sure that we're ready to respond where they are yeah yeah um and help them become ready Mm -hmm. you know help them motivate but hope i think hope is so important Mm -hmm. what you just said that that's hope isn't it that anybody can start learning this stuff anybody can bring this into their lives anybody can find a new way to relate to distress difficult feelings cravings urges um terror, pain, hurt, anxiety mm. in a way that doesn't destroy their lives. Anybody.
0: Yeah, yeah. I quite agree. Mm. And hope is such a, it's a little word. Yeah. It's only four letters. Mm. And yet it seems so vague. Mm. Because hope is going to be different for mm. different people. Mm. Yeah. And it may just be that that glimmer of something to look forward to. Mm. Or be, self-belief that you can be somebody different, or that person that you always imagined yourself to be. Yeah, it can take so many different forms. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or somebody that this week, when they get paid, doesn't put a bet on. Yes. All their wages. I can be somebody this week that when I get home, I don't have to go mm-hmm. via the co-op and pick up some drink. Because mm-hmm. it is a little word, and maybe self-beliefs about a better word or just that belief that you can do it differently, because I think addiction yeah. does something to that part of one's psyche and, and almost makes you believe that you can't. You, you, yeah, mm-hmm. It almost takes away the option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think hope suggests that one does have an option.
0: Yes, yeah. and that you've got potential to grow.
1: Yeah. I, and I think so. one of the things that I think 12 Step and other peer support groups gives... Is when you're sat in a room of people who are doing that day, mm-hmm. that's got to do something about hope, is not it? You, yeah. You know, you're seeing someone over there that had a very similar story to the person who's come that night and they're doing well.
0: Yeah. That's gotta
1: do something for and
0: hope. And to be isn't? amazed by that and inspired. Yeah. Because we all need <clears throat> inspiration to lead us on the right path path. Yeah. We need to be inspired by something good. Yeah. To put us on the right path.
1: And to have a therapist in front of you. That believes in you yeah. and has hope and can hold that
0: yeah. yeah and that's picking out all your good attributes <laughs> sure sure because you may well have lost touch of all the good things about yourself
1: I think it's yeah grow, grow, sort of I think, watering the flowers as opposed yeah. to just exploring the weeds mm-hmm. yeah so so you didn't drink on Tuesday how did you do that mm. that's interesting yeah that's interesting because I can guarantee everybody else will be talking about the fact that you drank on Monday Mm-hmm. Because and you understand why, yeah. because you've let everyone down on Monday, mm-hmm. not intentionally, yeah. yeah. So people are focused on Monday, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes we need to focus. What you did Tuesday, you did it well. So how do we how do we work with that? How do we how do we find out what you did that day?
0: Yeah, yeah. and not being scared of your emotions, being in touch with your emotions, mm. not being scared about them, but you have knowing you have the resources to deal with the feelings that that surface. Yeah. So a lot of I do a lot of emotional resourcing. You mm-hmm. know, naming resourcing uh, re- sorry, naming emotions yeah. first of all. Yeah. So that you're validating them. You know that they're there. You've been able to name what they are mm-hmm. and also wondering what your triggers are, you know, why did why why am I feeling this right now? What's triggered me? And then being able to soothe those emotions and express them in healthy ways. Yeah. And that sounds very easy, but it's not for a lot of people.
1: No, no. I think, I think that's the heart of a lot of what, what we do. Mm-hmm. And in addictions, I think it's right in there. I think it's because, because people have done that using their addictions. And yes, it, and now yeah. the addiction has now created a new set of problems, mm-hmm. and it's set an, and it's also created a new uh, emotional phenomenal type experience, mm-hmm. a new emotional experience that has to be worked with and related to differently. Yeah. So now we've got the original difficult feelings that we were using the medicine yes. for, yeah. plus this pull mm-hmm. to to go towards whatever it is. Yeah. So so we have to make space for all of that. We have to help clients be alongside it. Mm-hmm. And and not hooked and and mm-hmm. and, and pulled along by it, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. And and when you see that happen, that's 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 pretty wonderful because mm-hmm. the moment it does happen and they start being able to do that, they get this magic ingredient of hope, yeah, and belief, yeah. And that is very potent, very powerful. It is it
0: mm-hmm. definitely is. So final thoughts, then, Andrew. What would you like to round up with?
1: I just guess if there's anyone out there who is listening to this and thinking maybe, or knows they have an addiction or knows that they have some compulsive behaviours. and I'm, I'm using the addiction, in very, that word, in, in whatever interpretation works for people. Mm-hmm. There's, some, there's some controversy, like there are most things now about yeah. what the word means. And I just say, you know, if you're doing something that's causing harm to self or others and you're trying to stop and you're not having any success, get some help. Just mm-hmm. get some help, you know, from yeah. a therapist, from a support group, from a loved one, mm-hmm. from your faith, wherever it is you go, tap into something other than you. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and recoveries, millions of people recover, millions of people make these changes. They tend to go on with their lives very quietly.
0: Yes. It,
1: it doesn't get in the press when mm-hmm. someone does really well, it tends to get in the press when someone's done really bad. Mm-hmm. Or you know, or the family hear about it. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So recovery is very possible. I think that's what I end with. Mm. Yeah. Give yourself it's that gift. Possible
0: for anyone. Absolutely. Um, and be mindful that you need help. Yeah. And if you don't find it f- f- um, straight off, keep trying and find the source of help that you need.
1: Yeah. If it didn't work, it's might not be you that's not working it might be that it's not working yeah yeah it's not the right thing for you yeah yeah keep keep moving forward because uh yeah keep moving forward and and again you know that 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 lift does get off at any floor Mm -hmm. um so so don't you know don't keep going down there's no need for that Mm -hmm. there's no need for that Yeah.
0: yeah And remember, your brain can change, yeah. habits can change yeah. in your brain, new pathways can be created through good, healthy ways of of relating to our emotions and our life, yeah. so it is possible for anybody.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Recoveries, recoveries out there. Yeah.
0: It is. Yeah. So thank you very much, it's been thank great you. spending time with you. Thank you, I've enjoyed um, it. Quite possibly, we'll... Um, We'll do more podcasts on specific addictions. Yeah, that would be. I'd really
1: enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be wonderful. Thank you. Okay then.